Welcome to Foes and Fables, an actual play D&D podcast wherein our current campaign follows the story of four hometown heroes navigating the hidden world of magic. My name is Tanner Azanero. I'm your humble dungeon master, joined by your incredible players. David Beeman playing Q, and I feel incredibly lucky tonight. Don't no, he, I no. Here, I have to explain. You have a loaded D twenty. Okay, I'm not going to no, use it. No, let me give some, my friend. Uh huh. Three D printed me. Yes. A loaded D twenty. Yes. And Tanner has a problem with me having friends. <laughs> no, that's not it. That's not it. Anyone that not on the podcast can't give him gifts. Put, that put it dice out of away. here. I'm feeling really lucky with my rolls tonight. Nope. Put it away. Put that dice away. This is David Sturgis. Playing Roman Jessica Winters. There it is. I have a wood die. <laughs> That's pretty wood. cool. You have, you have wood. I don't have die. wood, actually. Shame. Hi, I'm Nathan Augustine, and I play Oliver Hoff. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I'm Zach Stenz. Oh, my girl, we got the fourth. Tanner forced me to eat the loaded D20. I'm joking. <laughs> swallow it so that, so that he can <laughs> use it. Oh, it's a nat 20. <laughs> that's because it's a loaded die god damn it <laughs> well, but not as loaded as this recap oh! did you even say your name yeah as I was choking oh yeah Zach Stenzel Kirtland kind of the fourth <laughs> recap time okay last session our party returned to Nashville to determine what to do with Hiram Ellis they seemingly had two options either do a grand council trial where all of the council members would need to be in agreement about Hiram's guilt or enact a rarely used and outdated method of pardoning. This method would forgive Hiram's accusations but would relinquish him of his magic powers and his memories of magic as well. Feeling like this was the best option, the council agreed and prepared to bring Hiram Ellis to Prince the Dragon, who has the ability to remove Hiram's magic from him. In this moment, chaos broke out. Kurt received a call from Milton Virgil that he needed help with Frank's spellbook and was in danger. Aratus notified the party that Hiram had been casting message on him, repeating an address to some suburban home over and over again. All this in the midst of the council needing to bring Hiram to Prince and finally be rid of him. Feeling like all these issues were of the utmost importance, the party agreed to split up and bring some allies. Rather than going where they were expected, however, the party took Roman's suggestion to subvert expectations. Kurt went with the chapter of Iris to deliver Hiram to Prince and the Oath of Dragon Heat Knights. Oliver and Roman went with Creech to go help Milton Virgil, and Hugh and Aratus and Roanna went to the address that Hiram gave. Upon arriving at Prince's Hot Chicken, Kirtland discovered that the restaurant was under siege by a cow army, led by the same cow who gave Kirtland chicken restaurant gift cards in session one. This small army was blocking the way in to bring Hiram to Prince. At the same time, Hugh arrived to the address only to find an empty lot, where the foundation of a home was all that was left. After seeing a nosy neighbor eyeing them from across the street, Hugh and his allies went to go speak with them. An old woman opened the door, saying her name was Eve, and that her husband was friends with the family who lived in the house across the way, or at least what was left of the house across the way, but that they unfortunately died in that house fire years ago. The woman unsettlingly invited Hugh inside to speak with her husband about the fire as Roman and Oliver arrived at Virgil's place with Creech. 
Upon entering, Verge claimed he couldn't contain the dark magic of the spellbook. Roman rolled a nat 20 while checking for a specific threat, allowing him and Oliver to roll initiative in this moment. Verge then rolled a nat 20 on initiative and cast the 8th level spell Power Word Stun using his dual spell ability on both Oliver and Roman. As Creech began to creep into Verge's home, Verge became extremely emotional, apologizing to the party members for what he was about to do. Roman fell into another dream, returning to the moment where the voice of God called the boy Hiram Ellis, but this time, the vision continued. The boy seemed confused by this, and it was revealed that the voice of God knew that Roman had been seeing into that other happening, and was tricking Roman. In the vision, Roman watched Knox and Steel burst through the doors, kill mother and father, and neutralize the threat in their happening. But with Roman focused on Hiram, the true identity of the boy, Milton Virgil, was able to carry forth the bidding of the voice of God. Verge revealed the language in Kurt's spellbook to be infernal, and also that Frank had been learning a second language and scratching it into his own spellbook called Abyssal, the language of heaven, as Verge called it. When Kurt had shown Verge Frank's spellbook, Verge recognized it immediately and knew he had to take the book, as he could use it to further the plans of this ominous voice of God. Verge brought forth the old radio from Roman's visions, and the entity spoke directly to Roman, mocking him. As Creech made his way into Verge's home, Verge attempted to cast power word kill on Creech, but failed. Verge apologized to the party, but also assured them that the world was beyond saving, and that it needed the power of God to return it to peace. Verge disappeared as Kurt teleported to Oliver and Roman. At the same time, Hugh started to teleport to the group, just as the old woman lunged at him, revealing herself to be Mother, the grotesque creature from Roman's visions. Hugh evaded Mother's attack and rejoined with the party, who all then made their way back to Prince's hot chicken. And that is where we are now. You all have just teleported away from Verge's place. Oliver and Roman, you have narrowly evaded a harrowing encounter with Milton Virgil, the young Archfaith who you now know to be the boy from Roman's dreams. Roman, you certainly probably have a few questions about all of the information that you have now gathered about the other happening, about the voice of God misleading you in that happening, and about what this all means for what is to happen next. You all now stand a distance away from the carnage ensuing in the battle at Prince's Hot Chicken between the Small Cow Militia and the Oath of Dragon Heat Knights. The cows are beginning to hurl enormous milk jugs from catapults at the Dragon Heat Knights, and you all watch a cow in the center of the militia raise an enormous halberd toward the restaurant and moo out a war cry. This is the cow that Kurt met on your first day in Nashville. You are with every member of the council, save for Atlas. And Steele looks at you all and says, what is going on? That's a great question. Do, do we need to help the Oath of the Dragon Heat? I mean, or we need, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Can we just reschedule Hiram's power taking? Uh, I guess we can, but what is, ha what is happening? Um, Verge is evil. 
Uh, Rowanna steps forward. What do you mean? Verge is the boy from my dreams. Uh, let's deal with the cows. And then we can just deal with that later Wait, for now. Wh- like, what? I'm really concerned, but what What the fuck? Uh, Kurt, Hiram looks at you, um, and in your head you hear him using the message. I accept. Uh, once again. If Verge is finally out of hiding, you're going to need to act quickly, and you're going to need my help. Where did he go? I don't know. What help can you give? I would imagine that a... Is this all in their head? This is just between Kurt and Hiram. I would imagine that someone using the magics of demonic entity from beyond the realm, probably a good idea to have an arch faith of great power on your side. Hey guys, Hiram's trying to buy himself uh, some leverage here. Um, He wants us to have an arch faith on our side as demon man. Everyone roll me an insight check. Not that die. I put it away. <laughs> Nine. Eight. Eighteen. Uh, Twenty-one. Um, Roman and Hugh, you both have the thought that Hiram clearly knows something since he yeah. knew to give you guys the address of the house that Verge grew up in. So it kind of begs the question of what do you know? Why do you know it? And what is going on between you and what's going on. Okay, so if the Archfaith knows something, how about we lock him in some sort of extra-dimensional space we for a while? We don't have the, the kind of time for that. We, I know you're real curious about these cows. Not right now. Not I, now. I, okay. I have to agree with Kurt here. This doesn't seem like our fight. I don't know why we have to get involved in this. We have Hiram to deal with and we have Verse to deal with. Let's just retreat, regroup, and talk about this. Okay. Uh, I get in the bus and I honk the horn um, for everyone to get on. Uh, How does everyone else feel about what's going on? Uh, Steel is kind of looking back and forth between the carnage. It's like an active war in yes. like, like out in society and like it, it is a dangerous thing. Like there's a battle happening out in a neighborhood. Basically, Steel, right get here. your pol- whatever policeman you can here. We got to get out. I, I mean, we, I don't have magic policemen anymore. This is something I need to take care of now. Uh, Aratus also steps forward and says, "Okay, uh, look, I can expend some resources and, and try and get us back to that house, but I think we need to take care of the creature playing dress up as an old woman, especially if there's another one that you've described, Roman, inside that house. I don't want anyone in that neighborhood getting hurt now that those things have no reason to hide. I'll help defeat them, but I think we should go. But at the same time, if we're going to be dealing with creatures from another universe, <sighs> We I we might want the assistance of a dragon on our side as well. If that's something that the that, Oath of that was that was uh, that was on my mind as well. Um, I, I this whole battle taking place right now, right on right on top of Prince. I I, I want to know that he's okay. <sighs> There's um uh, a lot to focus on, but I, if if we need to get, I, I think we need to take care of those creatures. Um, in that house and I can get us back there whenever you all feel it is best. Uh, Steel steps forward and just says, okay, I need to start evacuating the city. Uh, if, if, what do we think is going to happen? Uh, my guess is cows win, Prince gets out, dragon on loose, and on top of that, uh, an entire necroverse breaking through the fabric of reality. 
and destroying everything. Okay, I'm going to start evacuating the city. Um, what do we do with him? And uh, steal gestures to Hiram. Where were we keeping him detained before? Uh, I can bring him back. I can bring him back there and just detain him. Do you uh, think that's the safest place? Um, again, in your head, yeah. Hiram just says, I can help revive any fallen council members in this fight, and you may need help from a true arch faith. Again, you need me. This doesn't change how the council views you or the fact that there are still charges against you. You need me. He's coming with us. Okay. Okay. Um, do you want me to leave him cuffed or uncuffed? Absolutely. Oh. Uh, Steel kind of looks between the two of you for further clarification. Uh, Oliver, what do you think? I don't trust him for one second. I'd rather him be cuffed myself. Um, I think just, this might be three on one, Kurt. He, he, we, he can, he can still, we can still, we don't need him right now. We can still negotiate with him, but for right now, at least we know it's that. only slightly, his cuffs are only slightly limiting. They're not like magic suppressing. Cuffs yeah, I know. Cause he's been using legendary resistances and casting message this whole time. Yeah. Yeah, give, can we get uh, some better cuffs? Seriously, give us the key. We'll take him with us. Uh, Steel hands you the key. Okay, I give it to Roman. <sighs> put it in my pocket. Great. Um, the sky... Actually, no, I give it to Oliver to put in the fanny pack. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> cool. The After s- what happened with the fucking card. Keep her the key. The sky over <laughs> the entire city, um, black clouds begin to like form around the city and lightning streaks through it and kind of like right in front of you guys a bolt of lightning just shoots down uh it's very loud and jarring and and for a second like partially blinding in front of you um and willowa like lands on the ground um and just says what is going on um long story short short verge is evil he's from the necroverse and there's a beef war a, a beef, a beef war. I point behind him. <laughs> he looks over at all these. Just, are, the, <laughs> are the cows trying to get to the dragon? Um, you is that clear to us? Don't exactly know. They're just attacking the oath of dragon heat knights. Uh, oh, sure. Um, okay. I have to imagine the dragons a part of this. Okay. Um, uh, Willowa kind of nervously looks at Hiram um, and just says, "All right." Uh, I'm gonna find Verge and kill him. Be careful. Good luck. All right. Uh, lightning's away toward the city uh, to go find Verge. I think he loses, but if anyone can do it, <laughs> maybe I have faith in Will. Um, um, is Romana? She's with us for well? for the moment. For she's the moment. still with you guys. Okay. Um, do you have anything to say to anyone else while the whole council is still here? How do we get to the dragon? Hugh, can you super gopher and get back down there? I, I look over at Rowanna. I, I, can you help me get down there? Um, possibly. Rowanna kind of starts to like move over there with you and kind of make a battle plan. Okay, the entire building is surrounded by the cows. There's more cows than there are Oath of Dragon Heat knights. Um, the cows clearly seem to be the aggressor, but I just don't know what the point of this fight is. I don't know how we'd be able to stealthily get through the cows and then past that I have 
a hard time believing that the Oath of Dragon Heat Knights at this moment are going to agree to let us in and then also agree to let Prince loose in the midst of this combat. Um, I mean, roll me, roll me um, Arcana or Insight, whichever's better. That actually on Zach's die. That is a, that is a nat twenty. Roll I, 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 I promise. That actually is a nat twenty. I, I, I watched confirm. you roll it. Yes, I watched you roll it. Um, that's crazy. These creatures are not very strong. You are an arch being. You are looking at a large militia, like a, a couple hundred cow warriors, who are not very strong. It's it's very like guerrilla warfare type militia status of these cows. The Oath of Dragon Heat Knights, the, the the with the one chicken humanoid person on the roof, they're more powerful magic users and everything for sure. But like, even so, you guys are a bunch of arch beings. Uh, this is kind of small potatoes for you guys in terms of like, if you were to go up against, like if you were to just kind of hard force clear out this situation, you feel like you could do so if you wanted to kind of brute force and kind of not try to understand what's going on and just be like, nope, we're done here. You guys probably could overpower the entire situation decently quickly from your understanding. Could I cast Dimension Door to get us down there? Um, You could try. Uh, I'm going to say with your nat 20 and you and Rowana kind of talking, you kind of have a feeling that the Oath of Dragon Heat Knights have probably buffed out the place with high level yeah. spells that make mm -hmm. it tough to teleport into Prince's like lair, sure. essentially. I mean, do we do we just try and break up this fight? I don't know if it's worth it. I'm nervous to just ignore it and leave it alone, only because I'm nervous about that dragon potentially getting out if if this goes sour. So I, I don't I don't know what to do here. What if us four and Aratus go to the house and the rest of them clear it out? Um I'm going to say Steel, Bo, and Robert at this point are starting to pack up to go, like, start clearing out the fucking city. Um, it's kind of everybody is starting to make a game plan. Rowana is currently still with you, and Aratus is currently still with you. What's Aratus, Creech doing? Um, oh, I'm going to say Creech is going with uh, Steel and them. Mm -hmm. You can teleport via plants. Do you and Rowana want to see if you can get to Prince at any point and then get back to us? I don't think there are any plants down there. I didn't see any Oh, I meant that like if you needed to get out quick, you could teleport oh, to yeah, that tree that course. you were at. Yeah, yeah. If we got in there, we could get out for sure. Um, I don't know how to get in there. And you're saying I can't just drive the bus off up and like hit a few of them if they're pretty weak? There's a couple hundred cows. Yeah, I'm yes. just saying there's a couple hundred cows. Not all 100 are right near the yeah, entrance 100%, to the thing. But you'll definitely be stopped for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that would be a solid start to clear some of them. Um, I'll add <laughs> maybe get like four. Do you have any just, questions <laughs> that I might be able to answer with your nat 20? Bus. <laughs> That's a pretty big nat 20. So yeah. if you have any questions that I might be able to more specifically answer. I think I like, I just need to think out loud for a second. If okay. That's okay. Um, it seems like just cause like we have a lot of things going on and I need to organize it, like make sort of like a, a list or something out of it. Um, we got verge and, and he vanished and he's evil. Uh, we have Hiram and we have him 
contained. Um, but we got to put him on pause. Um, and, and now we have this, this, this fight, uh, this, like this cow and chicken situation. Um, and, uh, somehow we have to neutralize this situation. We also have the centipede people. Yes, exactly. Um, um, Rowana, even if we get down there and we see Prince is okay, like, I mean, that could change, right? Like, like, well, aren't we, are, is our plan to get Prince on our side and have a dragon on our side for whatever fight is about to happen? I thought that was the plan. I thought that was why we were trying to get in there. That'd be pretty good. I mean, I think we should also stop the war happening outside in the streets right now for public safety reasons, but. How, how, guys, help me out of here. Uh, uh, how do we how do we break up this fight? Um, that's a great question. I'm going to posit a little more uh, a kind of separate train of thought or avenue of thought for mm-hmm. you with this Nat Twenty. What do you guys know about the cow and chicken thing thus far? I might don't like each something. other. I was going to say, I might have missed something, but I know very little. It, it, honestly, you asking me like, what more do I want to know with my net 20? Mm-hmm. Can I gain any sort of insight into the root of this conflict? Or, or? It seems like a distraction. That's, that's what that's I'm thinking. That's what I think too. Like a diversion. This is exactly like... This is too convenient. Yes, that's how I felt about us getting the address and, and Verge calling. This is all way too convenient that it's all happening at once. And, and honestly, like my first instinct was kind of to leave this cow and chicken situation alone because it feels like a a deliberate distraction. With a nat 20, here's what I'm going to say with your little understanding. And as much as I can tell you without you garnering more information in Mm -hmm. your various avenues of thought in that regard, this seems stupid. (laughs) This, This seems like... Whether or not it seems like this all was generated as a purposeful distraction, it seems like it boils down to the cows don't like the chickens and the chickens don't like the cows because they're fighting over who gets like eaten more or like who's more of a consumption like piece by other people. Follow up question. Yes. Um, Is the level of consumption is that like a problem or is that a point of pride? Are the cows like, no, oh, it's a dude, problem. We it's get a, eaten more. No, it's a problem. Oh, it's not a point of pride. Okay. It, but it seems like they're fighting each other over who almost gets like victimized more. Does that make sense? I got an idea. Okay. I would like to wild shape into a cow. Okay. And... I had a feeling I this let would him cook. I had a feeling this would happen. <laughs> Pull up, let him cook. <laughs> uh, Rowana, follow my lead. Uh, let's be cows. I don't know if I can be a cow. Let me a try. sea cow. Uh, <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 hold on. Let me fight the DM real quick. What level druid is Rowana? She is a druid of the ocean. She's this not as like good. She's seen a cow before. She's, the rules of wild rules, shape is a creature that you have seen. Yes, she's, she's looking at hundreds of them. Cows. Yes, but in this world, she's looking at hundreds of them. You are being mean for the sake of. I'm not being mean. This Here. has been a thing roll, established roll from the beginning of this campaign. I'm not really a lucky guy. I'm gonna roll for her. She has a very high modifier. It's a nat twenty. I got it. 
Um, she wild shapes into a cow, um, but she keeps covering her udders because it is a jellyfish. Her udders are a jellyfish that she's just like, okay, all I right. Cast I, did- my, I cast mine early. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not good with land creatures. It's fine. It's fine. They, they, they look great. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, water, water, water. Gatorade. Man, man turns 18 and comments on the love of his life's udders. Um, okay, so uh, 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 bear with me here, Ruana. Um, I'm going to start walking around to the cows and I'm going to start talking to them, right? Uh, um, the, the chickens, they're not the real enemies of the cows, right? Uh, 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 the chickens, they're not, they're not eating the cows. Uh, people are. Uh, people are the common enemy. They're the scapegoat. I'm, I'm going to start walking around to these cows and convince them. They're going to start killing people? <laughs> Tell them like pigs are and bacon is the problem. Yeah. Humans? <laughs> we are those. We're just gonna defuse the situation, right? It, it, people okay. are the ones eating the cows. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm with it. I'm hey, with it. Hey, no, I've got yes. you. I'm with it. Yeah, okay. Um, I start weaving my way into the crowd, and I want to talk to some cows. Okay. Roll persuasion. I thought we weren't playing Archeo. <laughs> um, this that's a nineteen. Okay. I'm gonna. Do you want I Rowana to, to give you cows. the help action? Yeah, or, let okay. Me got see it. if I can. Let me go for a crit. Got it. Uh, no, I'll take the 19. Okay. Are you saying anything else in particular beyond what you've said already? Well, I, I, I kind of tell the crew what I'm up to. Um, and uh, I don't want you guys to, to leave. Uh, in case this goes poorly, just hang out for a second. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> Trust yeah, me. There's no chance this could go wrong. <laughs> what the actual fuck is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I'm panicking. We're in the back half of this campaign, and this is what's going on. <laughs> Start walking around. Okay. Um, I go up to to like a few of these cows as all this commotion is going on. Um, hey, um, I I missed the uh, I missed the the orientation. Um, oh, you missed orientation? Yeah. What are we? Uh, what what's going on? Oh, we're fighting the chickens because the chickens, the chickens, um, uh, the chicken, the, they're bad. Oh, oh, what, why are the chickens bad? Oh, cause, 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 uh, people eat, people eat cows and, and they should be eating chickens instead. Wait, people eat cows? Yeah, it's That's so fucked disgusting. up. Super fucked up. Wait, and, and the people are eating chickens? Yeah. They should be eating more chickens. Fuck you, chickens! No. <laughs> Humans are eating cows. Yeah. Humans are eating cows. And humans are eating chickens. Us and the chickens, we are being eaten by the humans. The chickens aren't our enemy. I say, we rally. We regroup. We back off this fight and we start planning against the humans instead. Holy shit. I start walking around spreading this. Um, you keep telling a couple of people, one of the cows start is like spreading the news. <laughs> one of the cows is like, 
you should come talk to bovine divine come here come here come here um and uh you are led up you and Rowanna are led up still looking like cows i'm so mad um to bovine divine who is the cow that kurtland originally met who's holding this enormous fucking halberd uh in the middle of the battlefield uh and uh they're just like bovine um we think there's a couple smart cows here that you should talk to and they're kind of making a lot of sense and bovine just says hey there (laughs) i see you don't have any blood on you yet have you been in the battlefield as much as you'd like i could put you at the front lines my name is ding dongado and i'm a lot more brains than brawn i've been doing some thinking all right Humans, okay, are eating uh-huh. cows. Yes, they should be eating. Humans mm-hmm. are eating mm-hmm. cows. <laughs> Why are the humans eating any of us? The humans should not be eating us or the chickens. The chickens aren't our enemy. The chickens aren't eating us. Humans are eating cows. Roll me persuasion with advantage. That's a 23. Mm. <laughs> um. What are we doing here? I mean, I guess we were going to kill the chickens after all this warring, after all this time. But I say we, 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 we regroup before anybody else gets hurt, because we're going to need as many people as we can get. Excuse me. As many cows as Thank we can you. get. Thank you so much. I, I think of us as people. Right. You know what I mean? We are. Right. Um. We back off. Mm-hmm. We regroup. Mm. I'm thinking a peace treaty with the chickens, and we start planning against the humans. <laughs> they can't take all of us. I don't they remember. can't take all of us. They can't, they can't take, take all, all of us. They can't, they can't take all of us. Oh. They can't take all of us. Uh, just mooing. I'm gonna try and get some chickens um, to start chanting with them. Uh, well, there's no, there's only one chicken. Okay, like there's only I, I the think, one guy up on the roof. The, the situation um, the nights because we're all. Cows. One of the cows starts waving a black and white flag um, <laughs> of peace. Um, is it like spotted like? <laughs> yes, like it's Gary spotted like a cow. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. It is. Um, they start waving like a, a, a black and white flag, um, and the militia of cows seems to start to back off. And you watch um, this, the humanoid chicken with two uh, uh, Oath of Dragon Heat Knights on uh, like flanking him kind of come down and you are with Bo Divine Divine. Mm -hmm. Um, And Bovine just says, Sir Paltry. (laughs) I walk right up to him. Okay. Walk right up to him. We are backing off this fight. We don't believe that you are our real enemy. Who is the real enemy, then? I stare him right in the eyes. Humans. Eat. Chicken. 
The meat industry. Humans. Right. Eat. Okay. Chicken. Yes. Big poultry. Big poultry. Big poultry, big beef. Big beef. I got something to say. Okay. I got beef with big beef. Um, you basically broker, uh, make plans for bovine divine and this chicken to talk things out. Um, and the war is basically separated. I turn to Hiram. I'm like, you see, that's how it's done. What is happening over there? <laughs> um, you <laughs> honestly, Hiram. <laughs> honestly, Hiram. I think I'm with you this time for once. No. I just, here's the thing. I wanted to be clear that this was not a thing I planned. I have no part in this. That, insight check. Go ahead. I don't think he did. That's a sixteen. He didn't. Okay. Play, uh, here's the thing. I was I about to tell bases. you. With you getting involved in that situation, you guys have this big issue that affects probably the entire world and your universe at large. Yeah, the meat encroaching. industry. No, not the meat industry. Um, there's real issues going on, and the cows and the chickens spent their entire time just arguing over who had it worse and blaming each other for it. And Did this I just whole, broker empathy and understanding? This whole thing was stupid. This whole fucking thing was stupid from the beginning. This whole thing was stupid and dumb. Wow. And I just brought them together. That's the beautiful. Weirdly, thing. yes, yeah. but it did, and it's almost annoying to you how little it took. It's almost annoying <laughs> to you how it just took like blame shifting to get people to come to a little bit <laughs> of like be, understanding. Uh, I'm gonna be a, a little bit of insight to you, mm -hmm. actually. Um, I don't think it's stupid. I think I'm really good. <laughs> no, wow. I don't. I'm not so saying as, you're stupid. Though, like, as this disperses, though, and I kind of get out to where like I'm not really seeing. Um, wild shape back into Hugh. Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of like strutting my stuff back to the group. <laughs> and I, and I, I look at Hiram and I repeat um, what Kurt said. And I look at him and I say, that's how it's done. <laughs> um, the cows start to back off uh, and it seems like you guys can approach the Oath of Dragon Heat Knights. They seem to be like repairing some mm -hmm. stuff right now. Um, definitely some of the cows are being arrested by police for sure. Yeah. Um, for 100% sure. Um, you handcuff a cow. What does that even look like? Uh, it's awkward. Um, <laughs> it's very awkward. Um, at the moment right now, the chaos has kind of subsided. Uh, Aratus looks at you all and says, okay, um, that was weird. I got to be honest. That was that whole thing was just felt like a real quick side quest, I guess. Um, we need to go take care of these centipede freaks. Um, yes. Do we want to do that now and then come back here for Prince afterwards? And I think that might be a, 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 it seems weird to leave and then come back, but I think they might need a second to, to maybe get themselves in order. Okay. After all this, I, I think if we just walked up like right after all of this, it, it'd kind of be a lot for them. Um, we have Hiram under control. I guess we could put him back in detainment and, and go deal with that together as a group um, first, and then maybe revisit this afterwards. Uh, Hiram in your head just says, you put me away and I will not help you. I, I look at him and say out loud, help us with what? In case any one of you die, you're going to need someone to revive you. I walk up to him like real close. Um, is that a threat? You need me? 
And if you put me away, this is all through message. He's not, he is not out loud spoken one word, mm. by the way, this whole time. He has not spoken one word out loud. You need me. You put me away. You don't have no, me. No, you'll fail. no. Uh-huh. It's actually, it sounds like you need us. I don't need any of you. Really? I will gladly watch this world burn to the ground because I'll be honest with you, Hugh. I would rather see the world burn than live in one where I don't get exactly what I deserve. So I'm going to get exactly what I deserve or I'll have the pleasure of watching you and your friends rot and die at the feet of <laughs> Milton Virgil. <laughs> How fucking pathetic will that be for you to have fallen so far just because you're too proud not to ask for help from the real capable one here. You don't scare me. I'm not I, the one you need I, to be scared of, yeah, little boy. Yeah, okay. Um, guys, let's uh, put him back and go take care of business. I don't know if that's the right move. I... I hate to say he could be right but if he had any sort of part in putting this together he could have any sort of part in taking it apart my only fear of him being put in detainment is the fact that we don't have eyes on him I'm with you there we should definitely have somebody there on watch but we need um, all hands on deck with what's going on but what, since when do we need to appease him like why why should he that's where I'm at like Wait, why why do me, we need his yeah. help we don't. He's just I don't, saying I don't think that we, we do. do. Right? He he <laughs> needs our help, or else he's gonna lose magic. Right? Like this is a last ditch effort for him yeah. to fu to keep getting what he wants. If any of us die, there's nothing that says he's gonna actually bring us back. I don't. Exactly. I just want to keep my eyes on him. I don't, I don't, him. I don't, even, I don't think it's about that. I think it is about his knowledge about all the shit that's going down. That's Honestly, fair. look at how much we have figured out on our own without him. I have I absolute faith in us and us alone. I also don't need to understand it. I. I don't need to understand something to kill it. Also, I saw him over the month we had off kind of doing our own deals. And like, it felt like I taught him something. So I don't really know. Roll me, roll me insight. Cool. That's not great. That's a seven. Uh, go ahead and roll with advantage. Okay. Also, I cast, uh, cast guidance. Great. That's a D4, right? D4, yeah. Better this time much better this time that's a dirty 20 wow you do feel like you talking to Hiram gave him some kind of insight into what was going on for him to strategically place himself in the position that he's in now where he was somehow able to give you that address somehow knows the context now of what's going on with a dirty 20 um, I'll say even he, you get the sense that Hiram figured it out like early. Like Hiram was like, I'm not the boy that they think that I am. But if I'm not, maybe the other Archfaith is. And almost like Hiram was chasing that lead, then okay. found out about like something in Verge's past that led him to the address or something like that. But that basically tipped him off to be like, okay, I'm going to hold on to this until the moment is right to then hold this information over them and wait for them to be vulnerable. I could be wrong. It's almost like a cleric used divine 
inspiration or intervention or whatever. We can put him back, but I think um, Kurt's going to cast Rary's telepathic bond just between him and Hiram. Okay. Do you tell us this or do you keep it to yourself? Um, I'll tell you guys. Okay. I, I'm... I'm fine with putting him back, but if he has any sort of shred of knowledge that's going to help us. That's fair. I, I got to be honest with you, though, Kurt. Um, it, 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 like, I, I respect you, and I respect your decision-making, and, and I know where you're coming from. Um, it, it seems like, uh, of the four of us, you're the only one that's that's a little bit, like, like maybe inclined to, to let him possibly help us. Um, I, I just... I'm nervous about a, a communication path between you and Hiram because I don't know what he's going to try and say to you. He he can't do anything from how far we are. Okay. I just... I feel like there's something we're missing and I'm going to kick myself if we... <sighs> miss something because of all of this. I trust you. Okay. So, plan is put him back in jail and... Go kill some Go old kill centipedes. Those centipedes. Rowanna puts her hand on the back of his shirt and kind of like yanks yanks Hiram up, and she just says, "I'm gonna get some some officers to help me get him back, um, and then I'm gonna go help everyone downtown. I don't know what's going to happen, but we need help. I'm gonna try and reach out to my council if I can." If you know anyone who has any extra resources or any kind of help or people we can reach out to, now is the time to do so. Psycho? I mean... The Ents? He doesn't really have yeah, like any a militia or anything. Do we have Do we have any sort of semblance we could talk to any sort of creatures? Roll me in insight. Roll me in, everyone roll me insight. Uh, dirty 20. Okay. 17. Also 17. 23. I feel like it might not be a bad idea to reach back out. Hugh, you're also still waiting on a callback from Lila also. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, whether or I'm not you reach out. I'm a little nervous about getting Evergreen involved. In um, this. Uh, other than that, you don't know too many people, but really it seems like Lila, maybe Blooms or someone like Blooms, that. Blooms, Turnbull, the, the tree creatures, yeah. any sort of strong magic users. What? Hmm. I walk up to Aratus because he's still with us. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know how we were talking about like the sandwich of happenings and universes and all that, right? I may, I might, I may have a way to traverse said metaphorical sandwich. What? And maybe. Maybe we can use this to our advantage. We might be able to get help from other places. Like other versions of ourselves or you even, Aratus. And it also might help us get to the Necroverse where we might be able to surprise Verge if he's there, which is kind of what I'm thinking about. But if we need help, I might be able to get help. Okay, um, have you perfected or even tested this? No, but I feel pretty good about it. A great thing to have in our, in our pocket. Maybe we can visit it later, but, um, just throwing it out there. I think that's a great idea. Also, I, I think in terms of wherever Verge is, I don't think that, I think the Necroverse is coming here. I don't think. 
Okay. I don't think we need to go there. I think they're, if not already here. I can promise it's coming. Cool. Okay. Um, uh, Rowanna puts him into the back of a fucking squad car. The last thing you hear in your head is, you let them take me, and I will laugh the second that you need my help. Family's the family you choose. I'm excited to see you all die. Door shuts, drives off with Rowanna. She's really strong. Um, God, I regret this so much. I think we need him, but uh. you all are there with Aratus. Yep. You're in the distance over the city. You're watching fucking bolts of lightning like streak through the sky as Willowaz either finding or looking for Verge or whatever is going on. Aratus just says, "Okay, uh, do we feel? Uh, do, uh, do do you need to call anyone or, or anything before we do this?" Um. Do we have any? I mean, Lila's our main contact. We have any way to contact like Blooms or. I don't think you have a direct. Turnbull I think Lila or, would be your best okay. bet if you want to try um, calling Hugh, her. Hugh, do you want to. Second time seeing maybe if I can get a hold of okay. her. I mean, I really only tried that one time. I probably. I mean. Um, she picks up okay, and just great. says. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I've been very busy this morning. How are you? That's okay. I'm okay. Um, are you sitting down? Do you have a second? I have a sec. Great. What's wrong? Okay. Um, I give Lila the whole rundown, as much detail as I can possibly give, just to get her on the same page as us. Um, if I can, I would like to emphasize, like, I'm okay. Don't be scared. I'm just communicating. How am I not supposed to be scared when you're telling me what is going on right now? Lila... I think we all should be scared, and I'm going to talk to Blooms, and no, we're going to get you some help. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Hang on. Do you remember after the basketball game when I disappeared? Yes. And, and we were all over the news, and all the cops were after me. Do you... I don't know if you would remember this, but I... I came and I, and I saw you that night. Mm-hmm. I remember. Um... Do you remember I, I asked you to trust me? Trust me, Lila. I promise that we can do this. Um, please just keep this between us. I know if you tell Blooms, he's going to be on the front lines tomorrow. I know that. I love him. But, Lila, if anybody, if anybody in my... I couldn't handle that responsibility if anybody got hurt because of, because of me. I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't live with that. Just trust me. Everything will be okay. I, I just, I just wanted to, to, to tell you, um, so that, so that we knew I, I don't want to keep things from you anymore, but I'm asking you now again, please trust me. You. I trust you more than I've ever trusted anyone in my life. You are my brother, and I love you. But I need you to know that just like you couldn't live with yourself if anyone around you that you love got hurt, not any one of us could live with ourselves if you got hurt trying to take on the weight of the world. You are not alone, and I refuse to let you be alone. I have full trust in you and in the rest of your friends 
that there isn't one thing in this universe or another that could stop you. But I need you to trust that because I love you, I will be there at your side. So I'm sorry, I'm telling Blooms. But we will get through this together. I trust you. I trust you. Thank you. Um, I, I'm going to stay in contact with you um, consistently. Yeah. Uh, so you know, if you don't hear from me, um, something has gone wrong. Okay. Um, that's that's the only way I can think of to, to keep you um, so it, 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 like, it, in contact or to, to let you know that we're doing okay. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, 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 all right. Uh, tell Blooms... Blooms will know what to do. I'm, I think Blo- Blooms will know what to do. I yes. think if you talk to Blooms and, and and if you this this is about all of us. It's about it's about magic. It's not about any one individual or any one chapter or any one region. This is about all of us. So we're we're gonna need as much help as we can get. Uh, so yeah. get get Blooms to. To try and get as many people as possible, um, and 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 I guess we'll, I, I guess we'll just let me know. Let me know how it goes. Um, yeah, I'm I'm on it. I'm okay. on it. You go take care of what you need to take care of, and I'll be in touch. I love you, Lila. I love you too. Phone ends. Great. <sighs> Any last things before you go back to the home? We got we got to take care of those things before they hurt anyone else. Let's um, go kill some fucking weird serpent. Aratus does some sorcery point rigmarole, rigmarole to <laughs> basically be able to kind of teleport you guys back to the house. You reappear outside of this unkempt home. The door now hangs off of its hinges from Mother leaping at Hugh in the last moments before he teleported away. It is once again eerily calm, save for the exodus of people leaving the neighborhood in the distance. It seems the council focused on this area first in terms of evacuation. The darkness of the house inside awaits you. We can assume they're inside the home. As best as you know. What do, if, we, do we want to draw them out? Well, my thought was... I'll breach in through the front. You guys surround the house. Maybe you guys surprise them. They think it's just me. I draw their attacks. I don't like the idea of fighting them inside of there. How do we draw them out? We <laughs> let them know we're here. They went after you once. I'm going to roll something for a rest I'm real quick. fast. True. I they have I draw them so out. many legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> many but, legs doesn't equal fast. I'll say that. But I was a track star. Um, I ran track in high school. Aratus holds his hand out. Um, and his hand kind of starts glowing. And you're kind of watching like this wispy magic energy kind of start to move toward his hand. And then the magic energy like comes from the house and then begins like moving. And then it moves from the entryway of the house like down onto the sidewalk in front of the house and then beneath your feet. Almost like magic is like being forced out from the ground. And Aratus says, 
Um, I have a feeling they're not in the house. I think they are beneath us. There's something very powerful underneath the ground here. What is it? Like deep underneath the ground. I don't know, but... It's Can I cast under- Identify and um, Detect Magic? Um, this He's casting oh, Detect he's, Magic. Okay. Um, hey, give me Identify then. Uh, this has no definition in this universe for you to be familiar Ooh, with. That's bad. With Identify. I don't... I. I think through the house is wherever their actual lair is. Cool. In the house and down to the basement. Great. Exactly what I wanted to do. Gotta love it. Um, Before we go, I'm going to do my... um, I've already done my arcane recovery. Fuck. Never mind. What are you guys doing? I guess we have to meet him down there. I'll lead. I'll stay in the middle. Roman leads the group into the house. Um, I cast my phantom steed, so I'm um, riding a phantom steed. Cool. <laughs> it makes me feel better. It's like ghostly. It cannot fit through the doorway, so it's kind of like ghostly. It shrinks down to the size of a pony as we go down the <laughs> stairs. Phantom pony. Um, once inside, you see the, the interior is also dusty and unclean any picture frames hung on the wall messily or placed on furniture still contained stock images from when they were purchased. It's clearly a cheap imitation of a home. The air smells musty and of death. You see the door to the basement wide open with further darkness awaiting you. I'm using my third eye ability to have a dark vision. Okay. 60 feet. Uh, I assume is my spider s- seeing anything weird from uh, Clinker's head in the uh, no, fanny pack? No, nothing going on with Clinker Dagger. I summon Rhodes as a hawk back to my shoulder. Got it. You go down into the basement, creaking your way down an old wooden staircase. There's a light switch that illuminates a hanging light down at the bottom. It's mostly a stone basement with a few empty shelves around you, but your eyes are immediately drawn to an enormous hole burrowed through the rock. The tunnel before you is pitch black and heads in the direction of the house across the street. The original site of the house that Roman saw in his vision. Shocking. I send Rhodes down that tunnel to see if they can see anything or figure out anything. Um, Go ahead and roll perception for Rhodes. I think with advantage for... I'm going to say with advantage. Yeah. Perception. Not great. That's a 12. Um, This cavern leads into an enormous cavern from what you can see through Rhodes. Um, it is a large space on the other side. You don't see mother or father, but you do see the sickly undulating hole that you saw in your dreams 
from before, whatever this gate to heaven is. Guys, I don't see the mother and father, but I see the hole in my dreams that I think is the entrance to the Necroverse, or at least the gateway between. Oh. Onward we go, then. I mean, this is... We we gotta find any... This is where they're gonna be. Rhodes comes back to your shoulder. You enter into the large underground cavern. Aside from whatever light you're supplying, it is still pitch black and it smells awful like rotting flesh of a desperately sick body. It's like you're inhaling disease itself. From what you can see, this tunnel has been excavated by hand and by magic. It's a crude sanctuary for the abysmal sight there in front of you. It has now doubled in size since you saw it in your dream, Roman. It is the viscous and damp muscle that pulses in the ground, supposedly leaving, leading to heaven itself. It spasms and twitches violently, almost like it's agitated, more so than Roman has ever seen it do before. And then you hear the clicking of hundreds of legs echoing across the room. And you hear Mother's voice first. Is Virgil with you? No. He's a beautiful specimen of a human being. He truly is. So vulnerable. So easily manipulated. So Most humans go mad upon seeing us and our beauty, and so did he, but it made him a worthwhile insect to control. Father's voice rings out from another part of the dark cave. His mind had been fractured beyond repair. He has opened the gate for us to claim what is rightfully ours. He will be a beautiful pet to poke and prod in a cage of bones and bodies we shall render with our own hands. The last of you to live, Milton Virgil, will be. I step forward and I go, you showed me the gates too in my dreams. Your God, how can I serve you? Our God is already on their way. Where is he coming? Roman, you're so simple. And you think we're so simple that we don't see what you're doing. As smart as it would be for you to beg for your life, we will enjoy stripping the flesh from between our teeth. This cannot be stopped. But we will be sure to decorate our home in victory with your corpses and the corpses of anyone you've ever loved. We will consume countries worth of skulls as we bleed your universe dry 
at the thought of bathing in the ashes of mankind. Welcome, chapter of Evergreen, to heaven. Everyone roll initiative. Oh boy. 21. Roman. 6. Oliver. 18. And Hugh. 19. At the top of initiative is Kurtland. Kurt. So we are in this cavern? Yes. It's pretty big. There's probably about like... It's probably like a big circle, maybe like 200 feet in diameter. Okay. Um, The ceilings are pretty tall and uh, if you have dark vision I'm going to say do. that uh, probably at the end of your dark vision about 60 feet away up on the ceilings 30 feet high um, are mother and father got it um, uh, not super close to each other maybe about 40 or 50 feet from each other but that's about how far away they are from you uh, kind of crawling across the ceiling on mother I am going to cast Maim. Okay. What's the saving throw? Uh, it's actually a hit. Oh, cool. It's a 14. That misses. Yeah. That's sad. Cool. <laughs> no luck I... points or anything? I do have a luck point. I don't want my first round of combat to go to waste. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like flip back in my book and try again. Okay. That's a 19. That hits. Great. Thank God. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you for reminding me. I have those. <laughs> um, great. My hands become uh, black claws and I just shoot this necrotic energy out. Great. Uh, it'll be 4d6 necrotic damage. Uh, that's going to be 14 necrotic damage. Gotcha. Does it look like it uh, does the full? It. Great. Awesome. That Thank also, um, I'm specifically going for the upper limbs. Um, they have disadvantage on strength uh, ability checks, and if they have multi-attack, it has disadvantage on the first one each round. Cool. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, I just, like, shoot this necrotic energy just, like, out of my hands at the hundreds of claws or okay. uh, legs. Yeah. Just just uh, crawling along the ceiling again this creature is like the lower hat like its main body is like a giant centipede with a huge gaping maw of like rows and rows of sharp teeth and then almost like its head like an ornament at on top of it is this like rotting corpse of a woman that it took over from Virgis mother a long time ago um, is that your turn? Gross. Yeah, that's my turn. Hugh, that's you. Oh, okay. I'm still on my horse. I gallop. Uh, <laughs> I gallop 60, uh, 60 feet is what a horse okay. can do. Gotcha. Maybe. Let me double check on that. I go a certain amount of feet away. Okay. Oh, a hundred feet away. Okay. Further away, further uh, into the cavern. Um, okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. The first thing I do is I, I shuffle around the dirt for a, a, a small stone. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I would imagine there'd maybe be some kind of just laying around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, totally. Great. Okay, uh, I pick up a small stone, um, and I, I kind of hold it between like my forefinger and my thumb, and, and I, I like spin it, and it stays there floating in midair between my two hands, and, and spins and spins and spins, and it's starting to pick up a lot of speed mm-hmm. until its composition breaks apart. Oh. Right. And it's nothing but a little glowing orb of light uh-huh. that starts to grow. 
okay. and grow until like a fireball almost resembling the sun. And I toss a seventh level flaming sphere at mother. Go ahead and make a dexterity saving. Throw. Holy shit. That is only a 10. That fails. Oh, sorry, it's a 15. That fails. Okay. Um, that's 76 fire damage. <laughs> gotcha. That's a 23. Okay. 20 fire damage. And um, as my bonus action, I can use this sphere. I can move it and ram it into the same or a different creature. Mm. Um, so I'm going to ram it into father. How oh. much range does it have to move? Because they're 50 feet apart. Oh, shoot. It's just 30 feet. Mm. Um, okay. I'm going to ram it into mother again. Then okay. For a second, it like, yeah. hits I'll her, that backs off, and rams it into her again. Make another dexterity saving throw. Okay. Um, that's, uh, a 23. Okay, um, Mother's gonna take half damage. Okay, uh, half of 28, which is 14. It does look like the fire is bouncing off of her a little bit, so she's not as affected by the flames, but she has taken damage from this. What does that mean? You she's taking She's resistant damage? to fire damage. So she's she's like, taking full damage. No, she's resistant to it. She's taking half damage to the fire damage. Of both of those? Yes, of both of, of those. All I, fire I already damage. did the math over here. But. That's like my cool spell. Where am I in relation, uh, like like on, on the map, basically? Um, okay, so here's the thing. In front of you guys, I'm going to say probably about like 40 feet or so is the fucking hole in the ground. I'm going to say it's like 10 feet by 10 feet, maybe like 15, 15 by 15, mm -hmm. something like that. Uh, on the ground in front of you, there's the hole in the ground. Um, uh, I'm going to say don't worry too much about um, you have dark vision, right? It's like pitch black yes. in here. What are you? Are you guys creating light in any sort of way? I would say either? a fireball would create some um, light. Oh, I'm going to yeah. Well, I'm going to say while that's going, no, vision is normal um, for right now. But that's I'm going to say try to keep a, a source of light going for those of you who don't have dark vision or any sort of ability like that going. Um, 60 feet from you are mother and father and they're 50 feet from each other and they are also 30 feet up on the ceiling of this cave mm -hmm. um so that's kind of where you're at they're on the other side of the uh the gaping hole in the ground okay. 30 feet up 50 feet apart yes 50 okay. feet apart also i know like i technically just ended my turn with your permission can i make a perception check for anything flammable in our immediate area go ahead go go ahead that's a nat 20. Wow, it's all like stone and stuff in here. There's not What about the super... gaping hole? You could try throwing it into that, but you I mean just like away. on the outskirts of it in its flesh-like parts. It's all fleshy. The whole So it's not like a hole in the ground. It's more like this part of the ground looks like a muscle and like if you were to push your way through the muscles, it's technically a hole, I but say it, but it's like the the portals and like stranger things is how i'm kind of like, a little like, bit very like pulsating yes like, like gross super viscous like yeah, a little bit. Yeah. i was yeah. gonna it's say a this is like this is like hell's anus. <laughs> it weirdly seems wait very so if the whole like. room is flesh no it, not the whole room so the just whole room that area is, is stone and rock right and okay. everything awesome but the fleshy part yeah could we get the outside of it flammable with his natural 20 um would that be you can flammable? try okay. it does not again that is the source of yeah. the otherworldly thing so I'm gonna let it go for now because that was my turn. Got so it. So I'm I'm gonna think on it and revisit it. It's something you feel like you could try. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Oliver, that's you. I bend down to one knee and I press a couple buttons on my leg, 
and these little metal pieces all start kind of getting bigger and larger and start taking over my torso. And then Kite kind of flies behind me and sits on top of my head and all these robotic arms start coming out and I am now in a mech suit, like a Gundam. And I am in the cockpit while Kite is like floating above me and they're like woody and like metallic parts and steam just like shooting out everywhere. And I'm in a mech suit, like a a meshing of clinker dagger and kite. Got it. Yep. Specifically, uh, uh, just so like cool. all oh together. Oh my gosh! And um, where we're all just kind of grouped up, aren't we? I ran a yeah. hundred feet away. Yes. You're, you're towards them. Um, you went past them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of just went away. past them because I'm trying oh, to. I thought they were on like a back wall. They're on a no, ceiling. No, they're on a ceiling. Oh, they're just on a ceiling. Yeah. Thirty feet in the air. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Sixty feet from you. Thirty feet in the air. Well, if that's the case, I'm just gonna. Uh, get closer, okay. um, as close as I can, at least, uh, cause that was my action, and then, uh, how much movement did I give myself with that thing? This was also a spell that I created. Okay, I run 40 feet up gotcha. towards, uh, Kirtland and okay. Mother and Father, and then, um, I'm good, that's it. Okay. Uh, it is now mother's turn. Mother is going to drop down from the ceiling. Uh, she kind of turns and you just hear like wet and like spindly like legs, like just kind of splat onto the ground. Uh, and she kind of picks herself up and just says, it will be so nice to have a full meal for the first time in many years. <laughs> and starts like her teeth start like rotating in the fucking mouth of the centipede. Um, she is going to use her full movement to meet or not her full movement, but she's going to move to Oliver uh, to meet you there. Um, first attack has disadvantage. Yes, it does. Uh, she is going to first, uh, the centipede is going to take a bite at you. Okay. Um, the centipede part of this fucked up creature thing Gross. with disadvantage. It is still a 23 to hit that just hits 25 piercing damage. Okay. And then the next attack you watch mother like pull something like out of her skin like she's pulling something out of her body and you watch like this dark chain uh almost start getting pulled out of her form like it's inside of her veins and shit and she's pulling out this gross wet chain uh and she whips it towards you oh that is a 30 to hit you oh no that misses you take 29 bludgeoning damage wow this is my spells like almost useless cool Awesome. Um, <laughs> Very cool. And she is going to wait. Look. What kind of damage was that? Again? It was bludgeoning. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, uh, she is going to look at Roman's direction and she starts speaking in abyssal, um, at Roman, uh, Roman, why don't you go ahead and give me a, uh, con saving throw. Flash of genius. That's so plus six. six add six to it just straight up add six okay so that is a 17 plus 14 that passes <laughs> cool just wanted to be sure um you pass and take Thank no you. effect mm -hmm. uh next up is going to be 
Aratus. Um, Aratus. Oh God, he's here. <laughs> Helpful. Sorry, Aratus. Let him teleport one of them into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me he can't do that. He can't do that. God, I, that's a great. That would be a great spell. Teleport other creature. <laughs> Aratus, <laughs> just teleport him into the sun. I can't do that. <laughs> I think uh, he's gonna try and help you guys out. He's gonna look at Mother and cast fucking banishment on her. Ooh, uh, first thing. Um, I like that. Let's see. Um, can I, I suggest that he? Try to help can I suggest that he does that on Father instead? Um, yeah, sure. He'll yeah. try it. He'll try I mean, it on just because we're already hurting mother. If we can take He's one gonna of them give out it a quicker, shot. Yeah. Um, let's I don't see. know if that changes anything. Those are really shitty rolls. That's no, what damn I it. Um, no, I think that's good. Cause it's a saving throw. Yes. Father fails. Uh, you watch father disappear and <gasps> get, uh, <sighs> Yes. Banished to elsewhere. See, you can put him in the sun. He's not in the sun, and he can't come back. But we'll deal with him later. Um, father is fucking gone. You just have mother in front of you. Holy you fuck! Good. Um, Where did he go? Uh, I, Doesn't matter. He's elsewhere right now. I can, who cares? He's gonna keep him as long as I possibly can. Let me just make sure I'm following my own banishment rules. And make sure I can get my guy out later. <laughs> no. <laughs> So is he banished so long as the concentration is held in the spell? Is that um, I'm looking it up. The he can't like make while there the target is incapacitated. The target remains there until the spell ends, at which point the target reappears in the space that it left. Okay. It is concentration up to a minute. All right. Well, um, I fucked myself for my own boss fight because father's going to be there basically uh, until you guys kill mother. Yes. Let's go. Roman. That's good. Roman, that's you. One at a time. Roman just stares down mother and a ring of ice, bright white lights, and like demonic energy just starts forming around him and a star forms on his forehead. And Roman goes, no more nightmares. And I cast spirit shroud on myself. <laughs> Let's go. So Whoa. Awesome. Is what cool. is spirit shroud? Uh, you call forth spirits of the dead, which fit flit around you for the spell's duration. The spirits are intangible and invulnerable until a spell ends. Any attack you make deals one D eight extra damage. When you hit a creature within 10 feet of you, the damage is radiant, necrotic, or cold your choice when you cast the spell that's insane that's fucking crazy. any creature that takes this damage can't regain hit points until the start of my next turn in addition any creature of your choice that you can see that starts its turn within 10 feet of you has its speed reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn so i can't do that yet but i can later yep that's crazy what a great fucking spell especially for an eldritch knight um well i guess with father gone i'm just gonna take th how far away is mother mother is she oh, came, 40 feet from yeah. you 40, 40 feet, feet from that's you. my speed yeah. so i run 40 feet up to mother radiating seven different types of energy and i'm gonna take <laughs> three attacks Rhodes is gonna give me advantage on one of them got it that'll be a 29 hits cool i'll just do the other two and see if they hit yep um that's a nat 20. Let's go. Oh, God damn. Yes. Uh, the question is, do we think it's below 100 hit points? Let's uh, see. We also my first hit. What was the third? Uh, 18. Um, the, oh, it hits. Oh, my God. All three hit. So we're going to go in order. 
So I have 2d8 plus 9, and the damage is going to be radiant, or is going to be necrotic, because I know it's not anything else but normal to that. So that'll be 4d8 plus 18. Okay. 37 damage. God damn. Um, and the question is, do I think it's below 100 hit points yet? Might as well find out. For the crit, we're going to try the Executioner's Blade. Um, will you read me the language for it again? Just yes. so I'm, uh, uh, if you score a critical hit against a creature that is fewer than 100 hit points, it must succeed on a DC 15 con saving throw or be slain instantly. What is the rest of the language? Uh, as the life force tears from a body, a construct or an undead is immune. Keep, this is probably undead. Keep going. Uh, the sword loses one charge if the creature is slain. You attempt to expend a charge to slay mother mm-hmm. right here, and uh, she is over 100 hit points Okay, uh, still at this time. So you don't waste a charge. Yes. That was what I wanted to figure out. No, yeah, that I know. Um, uh, but she is. It, it does not work, your, cool. your sword. Well, I don't get the crit damage, but we know that she has over 100 HP. Roll, roll your critical damage. You still get that. Okay. So that's going to be... Would that also double the extra 1d8 from the spell? Yes. So that's going to be 4d8. That's going to be 35 more damage. I'm going to make a ruling here super in your guys' favor. Oh? Did that bring her under 100? That, mm. uh, how do you want to fucking slay her? <gasps> nice, Let's dude. Go. If you want to expend a charge, I will let you expend a charge to kill she Mother still, right well, She still has to well, make, has to make the, the con save. Oh, throw, she right? does have to make the con save. Yes. Do, you, do you want to use a charge here for this? I mean, wow. I get... Why not? Okay, great. Why not? How she's many more make, fights are we even going to have in this stupid she's gonna campaign? She's going to make a con save. I have a spell that can reach her. She rolled a dirty 20. Mm. Um, okay. She rolls an 8. <gasps> what she is? rolls an 8. She rolls an 8. Uh, I use my last four time. Um, she's going to use a re- legendary resistance. Ah! Dang! That would have been so lit. Ow. Sorry, guys. Motherfucker. Give it and take it away. And hey, give man. it and Sorry. take it away. But the fact we were that close. <laughs> I just really Here's fucking close. But you didn't use a charge. Tanner's gave me a really, really cool sword, and I want to see how the execution fucking <laughs> so works. How does it lose a charge? Because if you it s- doesn't lose a charge because he only hasn't used it. Only if you use it. Only if it gets okay. used. It only has like three so charges. The item is crazy. No, the sword. The sword loses one lose charge like if the creature attack. is slain. Yeah, that's like, what I yeah. Mean. yeah, that's the only thing I could. I the item see breaks is that after all the DC fifteen charges, yeah? con no, at this high level isn't that hard to beat. Yeah, for most. I mean, it relies on critting, which is like. Yeah, a critting and then a DC. Yeah, a critting and then a saving throw. But it's still insane. But it's just as probable as any other roll as well. Pair that with, like, a fighter who gets to crit on, like, 19 or 18. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm not that kind of fighter. And if I think if I was, Tanner wouldn't have given me this Also, the language of the sword is it has to be a 20. So that's different than, yeah. Um... Crazy fucking turn though. Wow. Also, mother's I mean, not I did like good. sixty some damage. Well, we know she's under a hundred, which is great. Uh, is that your turn? Uh oh yeah, that's all I can it's do. It's father's turn. Father can't do shit. He's in a different you. dimension, crying. Uh, Kurt, that's you. It's me. Okay. Um, God, great. Um, okay, never mind. You're good. Um, I'm going to cast a fifth level dark bolt. Okay. Um. Oh, dang, that's my last fifth level spell. That's worth it. Um, Cool. Um, So my hand, a black nimbus, uh, comes around it, and I shoot out a bunch of rays of just darkness. Oh, crazy. Um, That's another 19. Uh, That hits. Great. 
I am going to, okay, uh, above third, so we're fifth level, so one more. That would be 6d10 of cold damage. That's going to be 25 cold damage. Okay. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. That is a 24. Yeah, that saves. Okay. Uh, it seems like the cold damage also is kind of being deflected Dang off of her it! insect carapace a bit, but she's still going to stick with necrotic damage. damage. Fuck me. Um, okay. Yeah, that is then my turn. Um, I'm going to run to the other wall, basically, because okay. I've already moved a solid amount of feet. Okay. So um, you're, I guess, staying. You're 60 feet away. Are you trying to like stay like maybe... If you're going to the Let's other side, do how far are you away are you trying to be? I would like to be 90 feet. Okay, I'll let that happen. <laughs> yeah, 90 feet seems like a good one. Great. Hugh, that's you. I have a question for you. Yes. Is breaking concentration, is that an action? No. Great. Okay. Um, My only fear is that is our one source of light right now. For those who do not have dark vision, they would then... Do you trust me? I trust you. The first thing I want to do... <laughs> you shouldn't be asking me! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I look over at Oliver and Roman. Do you trust me? Also, sure. I'm, the, I'm the furthest one away. I'm like 100 <laughs> feet away from you yeah, right now. Uh, we're, Kurt, we're just taking a... a we're just, you know, like getting a, a, a sense of the room. Do you, do you trust me? What? We're just getting a feel out of vibe. Huh? My voice def definitely amplifies outside of Kite's, like, maw. Just like, yes! In, like, a weird, like, speakery voice. Yeah. Great! Do you hear that, mother? My friends trust me! And as I say that, I slam the fireball into the hole. Got it. Um, I just kind of wanted to see what would happen. <laughs> what is the language of when you slam it into something again? If you ram the sphere into a creature, that creature must make the saving throw against the sphere's damage, and the sphere stops moving this turn. What kind of saving throw is it? It is a dexterity saving throw, and this is a hole, so it can't... Oh, roll, me, roll me your damage. Oh, God. This earth is... <laughs> Earth's alive. That's 25 fire damage. The whole past, they rolled a nat 20. Okay. And takes no damage. Okay. Cool. That's fine. I slam the fireball into the anus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it fizzles. Nothing happens. The room goes completely dark. Until a beam of light emerges out of my hand. And a sunbeam. A brilliant beam of light flashes out of my hand, um, and I fire a six-level sunbeam at Mother. Uh, make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Natural 20. Okay. Uh, you take half damage, and you are not blinded. Okay. Um, okay, that's 20 radiant damage, okay. half to 10. They take the 10. This gorgeous beam of light. I almost feel like there's like a heavenly choir like almost in your head underneath it. And if <laughs> I'm uh, brought to you by movies uh, and mother just just clicking and rearing back in agony and pain. Anything else of your turn? turn? Got it. Oliver, that's you. 
I'm going to use this opportunity to just start slamming my fists of my mech suit onto Mother. Gotcha. First attack is a natural 20. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God damn. We be critting. Um, the so is he. second slam is a 14 to hit. That misses. Okay. And then a natural one. So, good thing I crit. Um, cool. Let's see here. That's really good. Wow. Um, so that's 29 bludgeoning damage. And then that's what I do, I think. Um, you all watch Oliver in a giant <laughs> robot mech suit. It's very Power I, Rangers because you're I, fighting this big centipede monster. I, I would like to say that since it's like a slam attack, I do like a like a WWE like slap of the elbow <laughs> and like pile drive like uh, like down onto like the the butt side. I haven't mother. seen Pacific Rim, but I think this is the plot. Nathan, right? How does it feel to flavor unarmed strikes now? I love unarmed strikes. The easiest flavoring of my life. Um, um, the creature rears back in pain. Mother is not doing well. Anything um, else with your turn? Uh, um, no, I don't think I. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, nothing. Unless I, unless you would allow me to defensive field myself. I mean, I always like flavor that as my leg and like the mech is my no, leg. I'll let you defensive field yourself. Okay, word on that. Um, cool. That just kind of like buffers some HP for me on the mech suit. So, cool. um mother while you're attacking is going to focus on someone a little more vulnerable and fleshy um but first uh roman give me another uh con saving throw another con saving throw that's a nat 20 god damn so a 28 (laughs) something in my brain was like i don't need to flash of genius this David Great. brought his lucky die and we haven't had to use it we've, once. I was gonna actually we actually kinda, we've all been waiting. I, I, I just you gave, I started yeah, you let me use that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, we've all just been Hey, can I borrow can I borrow it? No. <laughs> That's, That's not nice. Chapter of Evergreen Reserved. Um <laughs> that is a twenty two to hit you, Roman. Uh, I cast shield. Got it. You block nice. the bite attack. Good. And uh second attack misses. That is Mother's entire turn. Um, Get fucked. It is now Aratus's turn. <laughs> Gas banishment again. <laughs> no, that wouldn't be no. <laughs> would it be fun? Plus concentration, but that um, would be funny. That would be funny. I would give a ha Aratus is fucking gonna <laughs> sidestep around um, Mother and cat hurl a fucking lightning bolt at them. <laughs> um, is it still like dark? You can cast yes. other spells while okay. maintaining concentration? Yes. Oh. Uh, as long as they are not other not concentration other spells. Concentration spells yeah. I just picture the most like casual sidestep, like just tossing a spy, uh, lightning bolt down into this thing. Um, okay, so Mother did pass. Uh, he didn't roll super great. Um, mother took a, a little bit of damage, but is still looking real bad. Roman, that's you. Uh, I hold my sword up in the air and just eviscerate lightning and necrotic damage down in it, just radiating down, and I just 
bring the booming blade as hard as I can down on mother's human head. Gotcha. <laughs> yep. What about the carapace? And uh, Rhodes is going to give me advantage on this. Hey, do you want to borrow this? Oh, yeah, sure. Thanks. <laughs> Rhodes is going to give me advantage on this. It's going to be a 22. Hits. Cool. That's going to be 4d8. 1d8 of which is necrotic, 2d8 of which is thunder, and 1d8 is normal. Uh, that'll be 9 thunder, 4 normal, and 8 uh, necrotic plus 9. So all of that together is... Wait, what the fuck did I... I got it all. Okay, cool. So A lot of damage. That's all going to happen. Cool. So her speed is now reduced by 20. Uh, and as my bonus action, I'm going to attack again. That's a 28. Hits. Cool. That's going to be 17 damage. Take her down. Nice. Uh, so all of that was just the one move. And I just like helm split right down on the human head, straight through the maw of her jaw and just slice this thing in half. You split this being down the center, um, and it like And I look like fucking angelic <laughs> falls down twitching in its like spindly insect legs or just kicking around as Gross. it is squirming for life. Gross for that. God forgives and I don't. <laughs> oh my god! Jeez. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Holy um, fuck. Aratus looks at you guys and says, Okay, um that's just fucking get this thing the second that uh, I let it go. Do yeah, everyone get ready to... Per okay, hold on. If we have multiple rounds, which we still have at least four rounds left on his concentration... Yes, here's the thing. It actually works out perfect because Father's turn is next. Father is, is fucked up. Yep. So we can literally just go through the entire, like... Order, yeah. order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so hold it. We can all prepare an action to do something with an additional one. I would also like to summon another creature that can. So like, like my first round as we do this, I want to summon a creature. My second, I want to prepare a different spell. Okay. I'm going to let you guys bait. Here's what we'll do. We'll go through initiative for you guys once before Aratus okay. takes, takes let's father out. He'll let father out, and then you guys will get to go through initiative again before it's father's turn. Okay. I need one additional round to be able to cast that. We He has... the Father has five more rounds in there. If everyone just... Like, if he lets me have one more round to summon the Barulgura, then we prepare an action, then we all have our round. That's what I'm asking for, because we can have that. I... As a treat, I will let you. <laughs> I will let you have your little treat. And Thank you. I will you. let you have your Barl Girl because you know, yeah, Barl Girl is coming you. back. I so I can't you, prepare um, four actions and attack twelve times. No. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying is that we can only I, I prepare one run. action each, but I can get the Barl Girl who can prepare its attack. You can have your little treat. Thank um, you. Okay. You. Uh, so you're just preparing an action. So Barogura is one thing. Got it. Summon him. Dap him up. Got it. He prepares three attacks all with advantage. Got it. I then for my other one am going to uh, hold my action to cast blight as he appears. Okay. I think for consistency sake, actually, we'll just do all the prepared actions now rather than saying what they're going to be. And then I 
go right back two seconds later and then we go through them. So we're going to do our unleashing or we're going to do a round of combat for you guys unleashing whatever actions are your prepared ones right now. Okay. Then we'll go through combat again as normal. Sound good? Yeah. So at the top of initiative, your prepared action, Kirtland, uh, as are as Aratus lets loose father. Got it. So me and the Barlgura's actions. Your prepared actions. That's what we're yeah. doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my spell, his thing. Okay. Yep. Um, I will need a constitution save as I cast blight as necrotic energy is going to wash over him. That is a 28. I uh, use another luck roll. He has disadvantage on that. Okay. Just gotta re-roll. Um, it's a, uh, I, uh, that's uh, 23. Am I allowed to do my last luck roll? Yeah, I am. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, boy. Gosh, I want him to fail. 28 again. Uh, okay, fine. Um, so I'll take half of 8 D8. 38 halved to 19 necrotic damage. Gotcha. The Barlgura is going to make three attacks all with advantage. Okay. Why are the Barlgurals all with advantage? Uh, he's attacking recklessly. That's right. So attacks against him have yeah. it, but he doesn't care. I want to make sure I didn't have advantage. Um, 17 to hit on the first. <laughs> Hits. Uh, 25 to hit on the second. Hits. And 18 to hit on the third. Hits. 21 plus 8, 29 damage. Damn. Um, yeah, so Barlgura is punching and biting. Necrotic energy is washing over all of the carapace and legs. Mm-hmm. Um. And those are my, our prepared actions. You are crunching this bug the second that they get <laughs> kicked out of a fucking uh, mini dimension. Uh, Hugh, it is now your prepared action. I am preemptively going to bonus action and just cast the bear spirit. Okay. Um, so everybody gets um, 19 temporary hit points. Jesus. Um, and we also have advantage on strength checks, strength saving throws. Um, for my action, um, I'm going to use my action to create another sunbeam. Um, so that'll be a constitution saving throw. Got it. That is a 14. That fails. Yes. Uh, so it's going to take 68 radiant damage. Got it. Do you want, you want that damage now? Yes. 30 radiant damage. Great. Anything else? Uh, I think that, actually, blind? I think that's it. For aren't me. they blind? Oh, they're yes, blind. And, yeah. and, and, and Father blind. is blind. Yes, yeah. Nice. Blind. So yes. So advantage on uh, Oliver attacks against. Yes. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Great. Um, I'm just gonna punch, punch, and punch. Got it. This is still just your prepared yeah, actions, totally. by the yeah. way. This is all just gonna kind of happen, yep. right? So I have advantage on all these. That's this guy's about good. to get whomped. That's a 21 to hit. Hits for the first one. That's a natural 20 Fucking on the second one. And that third punch is a 26. Hits. I hope it doesn't even get to me. Hits and crits. <laughs> First punch. Uh, that's 14 damage. Just uppercut right into the face. Got it. Uh, the crit. I'm going to do the crit last. Um, next punch is nine damage. I side punch right over there. And then lastly... That's so much better. Um, that is, I can't do math. Twenty-seven damage as I bring both hands over over the top of my over Kite's head and just bash down right on the head. Of God damn, father. God damn, uh, father's looking fucked up. Uh, next up is Aratus, who is 
going to just fire a pretty fucking powerful cantrip at this ma. Uh, this ma. That just cantrip? that just hits a little firebolt. Nice. Fire oh, but fire is. Oh, is he? Resistant? He doesn't have a. He doesn't have a lot of other options. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you try punching him. Doesn't have a lot of other options. Also, is he resistant to fire? He is resistant. To fire. Mother was resistant uh, to fire, so I figured he would be. Got to feel like opposite resistances. Oh my gosh, that's such a cool listeners. If you're hearing this, if Tanner doesn't cut this, <laughs> Actually, if you want to have two bosses and each of them have opposite resistances of each other, that would be a Actually, really let's sick. Forget this thing. because that's gonna. I'm taking that one. <laughs> Viewers, you can have that one if you listen to us on Patreon. Viewers, how are you doing that? This is a podcast. This yeah. is audio uh, only. Actually, we're gatekeeping this rule behind our Patreon. <laughs> Roman. It is your turn uh off of that i know i'm gonna roll bad so uh so it's blinded so i have advantage yes, right you have advantage advantage on every attacks. Rhodes hangs out uh Rhodes gets a star on his own head and he tries flying around like he's really happy uh, <laughs> <Sail>. <laughs> and so what a callback you can only hold an actual action right no bonus actions or anything no i let you do a bonus action i'll let you do a bonus action you know what? i'm sorry just gonna do three attacks okay uh that's going to be a 19 hits a 27 uh, hits and a 31 Jesus. that one hits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let me think. So that's two, four. So that's 68 plus 27 for the first time ever. I think in this campaign crunch, <laughs> nice. that's 53 damage. <sighs> okay. Yeah, sure. This is what arch beings can do with a free turn. You bitch. are <laughs> slicing off this yeah, thing's legs. It is. It's blinded. the most anime thing Roman's ever done. It's just like the thousand cuts, like just I have a cantrip called thousand cuts. Screaming, a. Kurt. That's you at the top of initiative. Back into normal order. Christ. I fucking love my Barl Gura. So if he gets those final blows, I'll be happy. So I'm gonna let him go first. Okay. All three attacks with advantage. Uh, yeah, that's a 26. Roll your damage. Ooh, dang it, I crit on the second one. Um, you can roll the crit damage. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's 11 damage. Father had two hit points left. Um, amazing. The Barlgura, <laughs> who um, is just, you know, he daps me up one final time. <laughs> he then, um, he jumps to the ceiling, feet to the ceiling, and just then puts his fists just down so he is rocketing towards this thing 30 feet in the air jumps down with both fists and just crunches his head uh you hear the exoskeleton of this thing just crack beneath the weight of the barlgura's punch the barlgura stands in a gooey mess of this thing's blood and says it's a living and bilbin <laughs> <laughs> me with you <laughs> that is the end of mother and father you wow. are out of initiative no more um children. okay great i then have something very important i need to do okay i run over to both of them and i cast extract knowledge as a ritual spell 
what? By touching a recently deceased corpse, you gain one specific bit of knowledge from it that was known to the creature in life. You must form a question in your mind as part of casting the spell. If the corpse has an answer to your question and reveals the information to you telepathically, the answer is brief, no more than a sentence, and very specific to the frame question. doesn't matter whether the creature was your friend or enemy. The spell compels it to answer in any case. So I have two opportunities to ask these thing questions and get knowledge. What are your two questions? That's okay. Um, I don't know. I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> yeah, truly. Um, the first question I ask is, where is Verge? What is your second question? The second question I ask, where does the hole lead to? Kurt's just like furiously turning in his book and he just like disgusted touches both of Kurt, the heads. what are you doing? <laughs> Learning. Uh, you're, guys, uh, you're easily the scariest Oliver, of us. Oliver, why don't you go ahead and grab the Purell out of the give me, fanny pack. Give me two seconds. <laughs> uh, audience Tanner is walking away He's from going the table. all the way to the kitchen. We'll see him in a, <laughs> a year. We'll see him in a, in a few days. Yeah. Yeah. He's entering hey, his bedroom. Out there, buddy. It's a hero's journey to get to the kitchen. Indeed. Audience, I'm truly afraid about what I've just done. So Tanner just doesn't come back. While, so while he's gone, um, I feel like I could have had better questions, but what's, also what's he up, left the guys? table. Like, how's it going? What's funny is where's God could have been the actual yeah. question. Um, I, mean, I also want to know like, world. can we, or like, how no, do yeah. we stop? No, I think these were good questions. Like, like the, were good what's questions. the hot goss? Yeah. What's the hot goss? Who in the office in the Necroverse is hooking up? Is there an office? Mother and father. Oh, of course there's an office. <gasps> of course mother and father are hooking up. Tanner's got paper. The DM has paper. Getting paper. Get high like uh, high ah, like playing yeah. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. Spot yeah, on. No notes. No <laughs> notes. Unlike the note that Tanner is writing for me right now. I don't know why he didn't just text me. Honestly, what, notes happened, are more what fun. happened to that musical artist? Uh, MIA? Yeah. Let's Did check. that go MIA? Hey, <laughs> M-I-A. That was awful. MIA is 47 to years old. No kidding. Kurt. Um, hold on. Tanner, this is important. <laughs> uh, on Janu- thir- uh, January 31st, 2020, she launched a Patreon page to fund new music. Kurt, <clears throat> your first question of where is Verge? You receive through their knowledge a best guess. That's kind of what I assumed. Would be downtown leading an army of the Necroverse into your universe. Like already? Yep. Okay, that's not good. Your second question of where does the hole lead? gives you two points of information. The first is that it is not a hole. It is their leader being birthed into your universe 
through whatever spells that Verge was able to use while he was in possession of your book with Frank's writings trying to stop this from happening but with the knowledge of this creature turning those spells into this god's favor to bring this god into your universe from the necroverse I really fucked up by letting him have that book because this is a creature and not a whole you receive the name of this god I'm going to hand you this piece of paper and I would like for you to tell everyone the name that you receive The god's name is Tiamat. Everyone roll me a dexterity saving throw. Tiamat. That's a nine. Fails. I'm going to flash your genius. I got 24. Passes. Seven. Fails. Nine. Fails. Oliver, you pass. I'm going to roll for a radis real quick. fails you speak this name Tiamat you see the flesh in the ground with a wet squelching sound of fluid flicker open and an enormous eye bigger than any one of you blinks at you and the ground beneath you erupts as a enormous monstrosity rips its way from the ground, you are all suddenly lost in the rubble. You feel rocks crumbling down on top of you as the earth itself is ripped up by some enormous being. The structure and the ground around you all collapses on top of you as you hear a roar so inhuman and so alien that it resembles no sound you've ever heard before. As if the earth itself screams in horror and agony at the sight of whatever this creature is. Oliver, you are the only one kind of safe from this collapse. You feel the harsh gusts of wind. There's smoke in the sky from this enormous rupture in the ground, but you can hear enormous wings carry some being away from you in the direction of downtown as your entire party is buried beneath the earth. And that's where we will end this session. Oh no. It's a girl sphincter. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Monster Uh, House reference. This podcast is brought to you by movies. Thanks everyone so much mm. for listening. We have two episodes left. 
a virus. Zooey mama. And a lot to do. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave us five stars if you're enjoying it. Join the Discord if you want to chat with other fans and friends of the show. We really appreciate you. Anyone want to shout anything out on our way out of here? Shout out Hey Ya by Outcast. <laughs> shout out Andre 3000. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, before we uh, started recording tonight, we were all jamming to some Andre 3000. Shout out Class really of 3000, the show on Cartoon oh, Network. Oh my God. Wow. Yes. No, Huge shout People out. do not talk about that show enough. Wow. That's crazy. You know what else is crazy? That fucking Tiamat's here and Verge is leave it leading a j- army on to Nashville. I don't know, man. Kind of mid TBH. Um, if you guys want to hear our kind of after show uh, episodes, our bathroom breaks, um, there will be a bathroom break uh, posted on our Patreon following this episode uh, tomorrow. Uh, there's other content on there as well as bonus campaigns, other bathroom breaks for every other episode release that we have and lots of other fun stuff for you to check out uh, link in the description. We will see you guys next week for the penultimate episode of the chapter of Iris. Cheese. <laughs> yes. Um, Blue cheese.